So, turning on the mic, visiting with Christoph Strasser, men's champion, uh, 2017 race across America. Eight days, nine hours, 34 minutes. Christoph, fourth one in the bag. Yeah, I'm so happy uh, to be here again and, and to have scored another win. And, but yeah, the most thing I'm, I'm proud of is uh, being here uh, healthy and, and in a good mat and good condition and with a new team regarding the other years. And yeah, it's just good to be back. So overcoming a lot of injury to come back this year, was it hard for you to take a year off and really look at that as, as recovery as your job? Um, yes, taking a year off is, is hard when you when it's not your own choice, uh, when you are like forced to do it, but um, you always need to, to see the positive things because when you have like some failure or some, some things you are not able to do because you have like a car accident or you... Um, let's tell it the other way. Um, in 2.15 I didn't finish RAM. Afterwards I had a win in, in race around Austria and I thought um, that I was back again and I'm strong again. And then there was the car accident which was another um, like throwback. And you are struggling with yourself, you're like sad, you are um, you're thinking what's, what's the matter. Am I just unlucky, or is is it is my best years like gone? Um, then, when I was in good shape again after another win in racing Austria, I got sick. I just got sick. I got a um, a cough and that stuff in 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 September and October, where a lot of people are getting sick, and I had to cancel the 24-hour track record, which I was training for for month and sponsors did an event and everything so everything was like I was in top shape the event was prepared the 24-hour track record was really realistic and then uh, one week before the track attempt you have to just cancel it because you get sick so this was another bad day in in my sportive life in the last two years but every time so after Ram DNF after the car accident and after cancelling of the track record I had a positive um, experience a few months later. So if I went to Ram in 2016 without the car accident, I would never have been ridden through Australia, which I did this year in January. So Australia was just possible re regarding the budget and the schedule and the training time and, and all that stuff because I had that car accident and did not go to Ram last year. That was the way um, opening a window I could do the, the Australia crossing and if I did not have to cancel the 24-hour track record I would have never gone to Borrego Springs and became world champion in 24-hour time trial so if there is one negative experience another one positive will follow you just have to trust and and life always brings good things if you if you have bad luck one day yeah and you're very young for this sport still uh, even though you're so experienced, but you've always had such a mature mental outlook on on things. What in your background helped you develop that way? Uh, yeah, in the in my early years, um, people always said that it's just possible to be uh, strong in, in in long distance cycling when you're like aged 40 or or older, and I never believed that. I thought that it's just um, an argument for people who want to tell you that you don't do 
you, you should not do that and you shouldn't do this and you should stop about about your dreams because it's not realistic and I always thought that it's I just want to try it so let's give it a try if you can be as a young age racer also successful in, in ultra cycling and now I'm doing it since 10 years on a very high level I'm just 34 years old but I'm doing it since 10 years and after 10 years of a sport in, on that level you just get um, you just get um, relaxed and don't don't let yourself stress so uh, so easy what is your mental attitude when you're coming into a, a race across America is there do you still have any fear nerves uh, are your goals just set you've got that worked out with your crew and you're here to do a job no the the, the fears and, and and things you are afraid of are becoming more I think because when you're young you don't think about what can happen in a negative way you just think uh, I will get stronger from year to year I will get faster from year to year I can do a new record that year and a new record that other year but then when you like have bad experiences like 2015 um, you you get more respect of all that stuff and you, you you think about things that can go wrong that can happen you think about bad issues so if you get older I think you get more things you are afraid of to be honest but you also get more experience to manage all that things you know, one of the things I've always admired about you is I've never heard you say, I want to break eight days, I want to break this, I want to have a time of this. You're always here to win. And uh, is that your overriding goal in pretty much everything that you do in cycling? Um, to be honest, I want to give my very best I'm capable of, and that also means to win, of course. But talking about records is... is media and, and, and sponsors and, and, and fans are talking about records a, a lot but I I never do and it's not a big goal for me because it's just an, a result of a lot of things going working out well you need the good weather you need uh, like a little bit of luck you need all things uh, working out but it's nothing you can plan it's like when you compare it to, to ski jumping uh, a ski jump is a very short thing of, of a few seconds and in that few seconds all the things need to fit together. Good shape, yes, they do. good wind, <laughs> everything. But no ski jumper in the world would, would be trying to plan a new record. Things just happen when everything is, is fitting together. Tell us about this race this year. Uh, the things that you... We mentioned some of this when you finished uh, Thursday morning. Uh, but the, uh, you're the first person to win the solo division with the new section from Camp Verde and uh, with all the climbing really slows it down and kind of changes the overall uh, view of the route for you. Uh, you said you saw different parts of the course in the light that you never have before. Um, kind of tell us about that here that we've got a different audience. Um, yeah, the new section between uh, Camp Verde and Flagstaff is really... Uh, it's the longest stage in the whole race. It's over 100 miles, and it's a lot of climbing, and it changes uh, the strategy of the race for me, because uh, things take a lot more time until you get to the Rocky Mountains. So it's not, maybe maybe yes, but maybe no, it's not doable anymore to, to cross the Rockies without sleeping, so you need to sleep before the Rocky Mountains, which was not necessary in the early, in the past years without that section. 
um, you will get to the Rocky Mountains on a different uh, time of the day. Uh, in, the, in my fastest years I was there in the afternoon and this year I was there in midnight. So we have to climb the Wolf Creek Pass on zero degrees Celsius. It's very cold in the middle of the night and a few years ago I was climbing it with, with a short jersey like this and, and it was like 20, 24 degrees Celsius. So a lot of things changed with that new section in Flagstaff and before the race I thought it's just, it's just um, I think 40 miles more, something like that. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's 50 miles more regarding the old section and it, it will be about three hours something. But in reality, with all the changes that happen in the next in the next days, the the additional time is I think much more. You also have additional climbing, mm -hmm. so it really slows you down. And yeah, I also uh, like understood uh, what my performance in 2014, when I did the race in seven days and 15 hours, uh, the track record everything had fit together in that year so i think on that section it's not possible to be to be so fast mm -hmm. regarding the average speed because it's it's longer it's more climbing and it's yeah it's much more difficult now and something else playing into the race this year is much cooler in the desert for the solo racers when you went through uh, temperatures in the 90s low hundreds um, but there wasn't a tailwind that we're normally used to through there. How did that affect your race? Because you went out a little bit slower than you normally do. Um, yes. Um, uh, there were more reasons why I went out slower in the, in the first hours of the race. Uh, on the first hand, there was no tailwind, which is true. Um, it was not so super hot, that's the positive thing, but uh, the... And he's done. <laughs> Is it now three it's times three. it's over? Okay. Yeah. Um, but the other thing was, uh, I was just um, trying not to overpace in the beginning, because I knew that all the, the problems in the Rocky Mountains with the, with the altitude issue and the, the, the water edema all over the body it's a result of, of pushing too fast in the first or two days so I was like slowing down in the first day and it was my tactics and then uh, give it all I had from the third day on so the part of the course that you know here very well <laughs> um, is that almost like old home day when you get into that section of the route where you're very familiar with it or do you almost dread parts of the course that you know are coming up? Yeah, it's, it's a mixture, but um, I think, in my opinion, it's, it's the best thing which can happen to you, or the best thing which you can work on, is uh, getting to know the route in every detail, because no bad uh, surprises can happen anymore to you. And um, it's also, in one year maybe you are suffering the most in one section and the other year it's super easy because you are in a different mud, you are in a different condition, there is different weather. So in every year uh, the worst parts of the, of the route or of the race are in different stages. So 34 years old, you've got a lot of ram years ahead of you. How do you motivate yourself to come back? Um, because it's just a thing uh, I love, it's, it's part of my life, it's my passion, uh, long distance racing and uh, Ram is the most popular and the most um, important race 
in that sport and so I will definitely come back not just because I want to do another win or another good thing but just because I love to ride and but of course there is one thing on my mind um, now there is only one uh, legendary guy and, uh, and a very big idol for me named uh, Yuri Robic he has five wins he's ahead of me and of course I'm thinking about um, topping this number maybe but the real motivation for me is just I love to ride and I love to to do that sport and without that passion it's not possible to be successful. So riding is fun for you? Uh, not in every minute, <laughs> and especially not every minute during RAM, but, but during the whole year, yes it is. Christoph, great visiting with you, really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Thank you, thanks. Awesome job. Yeah. Cool. So. Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Ned Fulmer. And I'm Ariel. We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is not perfect. We just had a newborn, baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> I don't. We talk to some experts. We even bring you 4 a.m. thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally 4 a.m. Just to (laughs) go back here, I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye. Parenting is a mess. We're a mess. You're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST. 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 ACAST